Welcome back, everyone, to the Chip Lunch Podcast. It's very good to have you along with us, and it's also very good to have my guest here on the Chip Lunch Podcast in the Third Face Studio with me today. And today it is Amelia. Hello. Hello. I am Amelia. <laughs> Hello, Amelia. That's my name. <laughs> well done. <laughs> thank you for <laughs> thank you for confirming that. Now I'm excited because what we do is like. As you would know, with the Chip Lunch yes. podcast, we get different guests on. We chat about uh, all different things, in terms, especially about how they became Christians and mm-hmm. their Christian journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I'm excited about is I feel like we're going to have a good conversation because you're doing like a conversational activity at the same yes. time. You've brought yeah. a cup of tea, should start with that first, but then you're also, you're also knitting at the same time, which is... Like the grandma vibes going. Yeah, right? well, then, but I feel like you know you can like it is a very good activity that creates conversation. Yeah, do definitely. You, do you find that I, while you? Yes, definitely. I <laughs> completely agree. I feel like the amount of times that I've been knitting in a conversation, it's like, oh, what are you knitting? Or <laughs> it, it kind of like like reminds me of this thing. Or you mm. know, um, like I, I used to knit back when I was a child. Or and it's like, well, why don't you knit now? And it's like. Well, because it's, of it's this, good, and you find, yeah, you find out lots of different stories. Yeah, you find out lots of different stories. Now, you were telling me before, this is going to be a sweater. Yes, is that right? eventually. Um, it, at the moment, it's just a square, <laughs> a very a very long square, like a like a rectangle. That's the word, a rectangle. A large rectangle. A large rectangle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I think I'm about, uh, I want to say three quarters of the way through this bit. Mm-hmm. And then I have to do the sleeves because this is the second bit that I've done. Is I this the, the front or the back? This will be the front because yep. the back is filled with holes. <laughs> so um, I knit the back first yep. and um, disclaimer, this is, I was saying before, this is the second knitting project that I've ever done and mm-hmm. I didn't finish the first. Um, <laughs> it was a scarf and I got about one third of the way through and went, no, nope, I'm done. I'm, um, I'm going to try something different. And so I started knitting a sweater because that seemed like a logical <laughs> conclusion. Wow. Um, but yeah, so second knitting project ever and the uh, the, the the other panel that is, is this one um, is filled with holes because I'm not very good at it. But I feel like yes. I've gotten better. Yeah, that's one. You're not gotten good Gotten better as I've been, been doing it. It is so your only second yeah. project. And so you, you took yeah. a scarf, which is like, it seems like a reasonable starting project for knitting. And yeah. you decided yeah. you weren't going to do that and make it r- even harder for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I kind of looked up on the internet, like easy knitting patterns and like kind of scrolled through them and went, yeah, I don't want to do any of those. I'm going to knit a jumper. <laughs> one more. So, one, can I ask you one more question about yeah. the knitting though? What's the choice behind the color scheme? Um, it's black and black and I, I don't want to get that color I wanted wrong. it to be like a bumblebee, like, oh. a, like a bee <laughs> kind of vibe. It's like black and yellow. Um, but although as I've been knitting it, everyone's been going, oh, it reminds me of like Hufflepuff or like, Hufflepuff. Those kind of vibes, like like uh, like um, Harry Potter, Duh. like house is is like that. And I'm not a Hufflepuff. Like when oh, I did the, the sorting you? quiz oh, who, online, you? I was a Gryffindor. Oh but, really? Um, yeah. So I think I got yeah. Ravenclaw. Yeah. When I did the quiz, I feel like I did it when I was like maybe 15, and I was like, I want to be like Harry Potter. I yeah, want to be like Harry be Potter, so I got to be Gryffindor. Yeah. But like, I feel like looking back, actually, Hufflepuff makes a lot more sense. Yeah. You know? Why is that? Like maybe I've like evolved into a Hufflepuff kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> into a badger. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's I'm the just, symbol uh, they have. Just become a badger. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it looks a bit more like um, uh, the beehives that are in the Disney version of yeah. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, I like that. Mm. I, I, I definitely... I have a bit of an obsession with Winnie the Pooh, so that's Do kind of fitting oh, no, a little I, bit. I'm glad so. you brought this up because 
I like Winnie the Pooh, but I only like classic Pooh. I yeah, don't like. Really, I don't you don't like, like the Disney. Disney. No. Dang. And what about the what about the remake? What did you think of the the like the live action movie they brought out? Like, I oh, know, I like haven't seen ago. that unfortunately. Actually, it's actually kind. I liked it. It was okay. a bit sweet. It oh, was right, like sweet. it was Disney esque, but like it was a little bit more akin to the like classic. Well, I grew up with the classic Pooh before like Winnie the mm. Disney became a thing, so that's probably why. Yeah. But I also think classic Pooh is way funnier. If you've ever read the books. Yeah, like I feel that. I feel yeah. that. I, I, I don't remember them very well because I think I read them when I was like five. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also watched the movie when I was like five. Yep. So, although I do remember that the, the Disney movie is a little bit boring. But maybe that was just because I was like a child. Yeah. And like lots of things were boring to me. Well, see, I, like, I don't know. I, I grew up reading the classic Pooh, but also there was, my mum got me the these audio tapes, but they mm. were like a dramatized version and was done by the guy that guy that does uh older people might remember the show called rumpole leo leo mckern he was an australian he was an australian um actor but he like did a lot of stuff in the uk and he his voices were amazing so mm. i will now read to my children in those voices from the classic poo stories i love that that's and so it, sweet and it's heaps of fun and it also it's really funny yeah like the the like the, the way that a.a milne the author has written them is just like it's written to actually be enjoyable for adults and children yeah and i don't feel like disney poo does that but no anyway. I, well even like as a kid i found it boring so i can't imagine that like my parents would have loved it as much but yeah. i don't know anyway Right. I mean, this is this is a great start to the chat, but yes, uh, you're uh, chips. Probably. <laughs> Why don't we ask the first question? Yes. <laughs> yes. How do you like to eat your hot chips, Amelia? Oh, that's a good question <laughs> that I have spent all week three preparing years? for. Oh. Three years thinking about. <laughs> three when years. I, when, when, when did the chip lunch podcast start? Oh, probably about I reckon a year and a half ago. Something. Like <laughs> okay, that. I might have been <laughs> over exaggerating a little. All right, one and a half years. This is your about. episode number fifty-three. Just oh, so okay. You know. Okay. Cool. Good to know. Mm. Um, I have to say that my favorite, like, I love a good classic just, um, down at the, the chip shop with the yeah, covered in grease and mm. a chicken salt, but I, I really love grilled hot chips. Oh, like, from the chain grill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like from the chain grill, but like that kind of like beer battered, but like mm. with a little bit of herbs on it. Mm-hmm. Like you can get them at RSLs usually, you okay, know, yes. that kind of so a little bit, a little bit herby, a little bit mm. salty, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like I do, nice I do like crispy. that. Yeah, yeah those are, I crispy. Yeah, crispy. They've got like rosemary in them and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yep. a bit of rosemary, just some nice um, sea salt. Mm. Really got, fancy. <laughs> <laughs> do you add a sauce to that as well? Yeah. I mean, it depends on where I'm getting them from. So... Like at Grilled, they have some sauces and mm-hmm. I really like their uh, like herbed mayo. That's yes. really nice. Yes. But um, at, if it's just at the RSL, I'll just have a little bit of tomato. bit of tomato sauce. bit of tomato sauce. It seems like the, the salt like works well with the rosemary and then you put a bit of sauce on that and it's like the yeah. sweet and salty. Yeah, and it's like it's good, mm. the good balance of flavours. But it's got to be crunchy. I'm like... <laughs> the good, the balance of flavours. <laughs> the balance of flavours. <laughs> They, they are be called crunchy. French fries after all. Oh, that's very true. It wasn't a French accent, though, I don't think. <laughs> no, it was, it, was not, it was not a very good French accent. But you were saying they need to be crispy, is that right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, so I don't think that rosemary works unless you are crispy. They are crispy, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just a little weird, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, potatoes are very versatile. They're a very versatile mm. starch. I was going to say <laughs> vegetable, but... 
They're a vegetable, yeah. Potatoes are anyway. Um, but <laughs> yeah, they've, you know how like people come up with these different things of like tomato is actually a fruit. Yes, but what and what is the justification behind that? Because oh, uh, it's like, seeds, isn't it? Something to do with the seeds. <sighs> Something to do with the seeds. Yeah. But then in, and then the, but they're like, but 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 you wouldn't put um, like other fruit in a salad. I'm like, no, actually, I would definitely put fruit in a salad. It makes it delicious. Like yeah, that's hair fair. salad. So good. Oh, look, our potatoes are vegetable. Discover the truth. I know that they're a starch, but I guess they're a starchy vegetable. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And then there's like, uh, potatoes are definitely characterized as a vegetable and their plant family is the nightshade. So they're a nightshade vegetable along with peppers and tomatoes. Tomatoes? We're saying the tomatoes are a fruit. Tomatoes are a vegetable. I just class class tomatoes as. And potatoes. It's well, I mean, they're in the they vegetable just, section. I feel like they fit at the supermarket. It's not like like a fruit. Like fruit is different. Like if you compare tomato to a mango, yeah, for example, that's why I think I categorize in my head anyway. Let's yeah, I mean, like I feel like you're not alone in thinking that. <laughs> Thank I you. I feel like every time people bring it up, like no, it's actually a fruit. It's like <laughs> yes. But would you put it in a fruit salad? But be normal. <laughs> but be normal, please. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. That was great to hear about the juice. I enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah. How did you become a Christian? Yes. Um, so I have similar. My brother Bradley was also on this podcast. He was. Um, and my kind of journey to be a Christian is actually, well, I mean, I've kind of always known that God was in my life. Uh, I've not always known about God. Mm. Um, I grew up in um, – her, not a Christian family. My mum's a Christian, but we never went to church. Um, but my grandparents were very strong Christians, are very strong Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would do my evening prayers with my nanny whenever she looked after mm-hmm. me, that kind of thing. That's and nice. like all of that that sort of stuff as I was little. And I always went to scripture. And, um, and I remember we went to church on special occasions like Christmas and Easter and everything. Um, but that was about it. Um, and then it really, it wasn't until, um, high school that I really started exploring it for myself. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I remember in primary school, there was a moment that like really confused me because we were talking about scripture. I was talking about scripture with one of my friends and she was like, I don't want to go anymore. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, she's like, it's just like, I don't believe it. And it's too boring. And I was like, how can you not believe it? Like, <laughs> I just it just like shocked me. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. What year was that? Um, I want to say year five, okay. yep. um, and because it was just like it was just like to to I think because I've always known that God was real and God was there, um, and like it just yeah it was just uh, like a weird yeah really shocked me because I was like. How can you not think yeah. that? It was like everyone should believe this. Yeah, or exactly. Everyone does believe it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was kind of like my worldview was like, mm. what? <laughs> um, but yeah, so it wasn't really until I started um, going to high school that I started exploring it for myself. So um, my brother Bradley started going to youth group with Ethan. Yes. Who you all know. Yes. Um, and... Like a bunch of boys went, but then I got invited to a, like a Christmas party or something like that, like a youth group Christmas party at the end of year six, and I went along to that, and like 
met a bunch of people there, but I also met um, Nadia, who has since moved to Tasmania. Mm -hmm. Um, But Nadia and I started going to youth group together in year seven. And at first I was really tentative. I was like, no, it's Bradley's thing. Like, I don't want to... I don't want to like intrude on his thing and you know. Can't be like my brother. I can't be like my brother, but also like I I don't want to like step on his toes or like make him seem uncool. (laughs) Um, And uh, and then mum was like, just ask him. Like he'll definitely want you to come along. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And so then um, I actually don't think that I asked him. Bradley and I didn't talk very much back then. (laughs) Like aside from fighting, as like children do sometimes. Um, But. I think that, um, he, yeah, I think actually I did, I did, or mum said something and Bradley was like, no, no, you should definitely come. And so I started coming along um, to youth group and I was like not super regular at first, but then like the more that I started getting to know people, the more that I was like, no, I want to be there every week. It was great. And that was like even, um, that was actually pre-factory. So just before we came here, but um, youth group was like, we were just going around to different people's houses mm. and and that kind of stuff. Yeah, we call so that we call that those times when we have to do that in the wilderness. Kind of yes, thing. Yep. yes, in the wilderness. So I remember, I remember just like getting a tour of a bunch of d- different people's houses <laughs> and like it's great. <laughs> um, jumping in the Darvell's pool and yep. before I even knew that it was the Darvell's house, like <laughs> it's chaotic. Yep. Uh, it was, but yeah, no, it was really good and um, like. I, yeah, I, I had been nervous to start because I was like, but I don't want to step on Bradley's toes. But like when I was there, like everyone was just so lovely and welcoming. And it was also just like um, I started kind of thinking about God myself as well mm-hmm. um, and just going, no, yeah, this is um, like this is what I believe. And um, this is really powerful and important as well. And mm-hmm. I, especially at that time when you're like in year seven, in year eight, and you're kind of figuring out who you are yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Like, I think a big aspect of like what has shaped who I am, obviously, is is um, my Christianity and, and um, God and God's love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of there wasn't ever really a moment that I went, I am a Christian because I kind of had that really long journey of like, always knowing but not really knowing knowing um but there was a moment where I went no this is what I want to spend my life doing and that was at kick in I want to say it was year 10 it was either year 10 or year 11 but we went to Katoomba Youth Convention um, with youth and um I even think that I might have started light leading at the time so um yeah so it must have been year 11 because I started light leading after um then so um i went to kick with everyone as a light leader and there's a moment at the end of kick um that they like get everyone to like close their eyes and like if you believe in god then you can put your hand up and and you if you want to become a christian you can put your hand up and go outside um and then after that happens they're like and if you want to recommit your life to god then you can put your hand up and go outside and I was like, no, actually, I want to do this. Like, mm. I want my life to be devoted to God and to serving him and um, and spreading his word. And so um, I got up and I, I went and I got my own Bible. But they were like, here's a Bible, but you've probably already got one. So <laughs> give it to someone. Mm. Um, and so I took it home and I gave it to my friend, 
who was like, thanks. And this, this is actually the same friend same that, one, yeah. that was in primary school was like... I still don't believe this. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah it was interesting. I still pray for that friend. She's not yet a Christian, mm. but... Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so it was, that was kind of like the big pivotal... It was a pivotal moment. It was a pivotal moment, yeah. yeah. Well, and how old were you then when that happened? Um, 15. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. so... Yeah, I can become a Christian or 16, in a similar time. Around yeah. then, yeah. It's a really yeah. interesting moment that a lot of people make their commitment or a recommitment then. Like I think for me, I've probably told this story on the podcast a couple of times, but that yeah, I, I think I became a Christian when I was around that age, 15. Yeah, probably 15. But I made a recommitment at a week, my first ever week away, which was in 2004. So that was when I was a 18. Mm. I was 17 or 18. So... I would have been 17 actually. But yeah, it's it's interesting how we have those certain points where like, I don't know, I do want to do this. Like there's these moments where you, it's almost like you're kind of teetering and yeah. then you finally like make take the plunge yeah. in a sense. But it happens to some people and then others. Like some people that we've had on the podcast grow up in a Christian family and go, oh, now I need to take on the faith myself. Mm. But then – for me, coming from non-Christian family, it was like, oh, I've got to make the decision. And then you're like, oh, this is like your foot in two worlds kind of thing. And then I've finally made a commitment. It's like, oh, no, this is what I want to do. So well, thank you for sharing that story. It was yeah. a good one. What, um, just a couple of things that you mentioned during that, like talking about that journey of becoming Christian was you said that your family, your mum is a Christian, but your dad isn't. What kind of impact do you think that has on your faith, for example? Like, is that partly maybe why it took a while to make it? Like that had that pivotal moment. I think so. Yeah, I think um, I like I we uh, we grew up. There wasn't a lot of really strong Christian influences in Mm. my life Mm. um, as a kid. Like um, my mum is a Christian and has been a Christian, but she didn't go to church, um, and um, at least not while I was a kid. Um, But. so she was always a, a guiding influence, but it was um, really like, t- I, I think both of my parents are really loving and caring, but I think especially, like both of them are, yeah. don't want to yeah. rattle my dad, but I think especially my mum has always um, kind of really kind of shaped her life around serving and caring mm. for other people. So mm. she like works in healthcare in, in pharmacy mm-hmm. um, and like a big part of that is just wanting to care for people and so I think that um like I think that I always saw inadvertently the impact of God and Mm. and the the um the love of God there as well you saw God's love through what your mum was doing yeah 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 and and also just like as I kind of got older like when I was a kid we didn't talk about it very much Mm. um like I talked to my um grandparents about it a little bit uh, and like I said like my nanny um, and my um, grand granddad uh, were very strong Christians um, my nanny still is but my granddad sadly passed away okay. um, but um, yeah so I kind of saw through them as well but like I think because um, you know even though I was very close to them like they I didn't really see much of their kind of Christian life I guess uh, like just in terms of like, I knew that my nanny did the flowers at church and like this and that, but like, just wasn't really 
I think when you're a kid, it just wasn't really in my perception of things. Like mm. I was just not focused on it um, too much. Um, so outside of just like scripture and stuff at school, um, I didn't really think about God very much um, except for like I'd, I prayed a bit and um, but it was mostly like dumb kid stuff like, please God, I don't want it to rain today <laughs> or like, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, it's not real. I wouldn't say it's dumb. Yeah. I reckon dumb, it's just dumb. your stage that you're at yeah, and then yeah. like but even thinking about that i think uh, tim made an interesting point about we've talked about spiritual maturity on a, a previous shock absorber podcast and mm. he talked about sometimes children may have a far more developed understanding of god and god's love in their life but they can't articulate it as well mm. and maybe that's what you mean like, yeah i think so i think that like like i said like god has always been a part of my life and i think mm. the the longer time to realize that was was wasn't that he wasn't there um and wasn't that i didn't believe in it but it was just that i just hadn't quite figured out what that meant yeah. um and so like um you know the parts of like his love and um his compassion and, and care and everything um that really comes through to me through everything and also just like um i had a uh, a bit of a hard it was a bit of a hard time in um later high school like um i lost my cousin um when i was in year four five um and so really god like it was at, at whenever death comes up god becomes a part of the conversation right. typically right. um but i think that having the knowledge and the love of him and also just being able to acknowledge like um that I believe in heaven and I believe that she's going to be there because she was Christian. Mm. Um, that would really helped me even though I was only like 11 or 12. Yeah. Um, and so kind of those kind of moments and I guess more broadly, like in general, I think that just God's love and um, he was He was always there. He always had you. Kind yeah, of yeah. He, he was always looking yeah. after me. I was like, like it's kind of similar. That it was like, I don't know what it was, but it was like, oh, there's just like something more, or there's something that I'm missing almost. And then, like, and then I went to, like, I didn't hear about Jesus, you know, in my opinion, like the evangelical gospel of Jesus until I got to high school, and then slowly but surely, I'm like, oh, that's what it was. That yeah. was yeah, I think that that was the same for me. I think that like. I knew the Bible stories and I knew like the broad strokes and everything, but I didn't really know the story, like mm. the gospel story. Mm. Um, and I didn't really get that. And why you needed Jesus. And why I needed it. Mm. Um, and it wasn't really until I went to high school. And I also, when you go to high school and you're figuring yourself out and everyone else around you is figuring themselves out, it can be a little bit weird. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, that's really when I went, um, like, you know, the people around me were like, being mean or whatever um and like and also just yeah I think it just took me a bit of time to kind of come to this to to, to, to well once I heard about the word of God and like the, the gospel and started coming to youth and really hearing the gospel story I think that was when it clicked and I was like oh no this is this is actually really important this is why I need it and this is also why stuff sucks sometimes yeah like, yeah um and like stuff sucks sometimes, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. 
because mm. you know there is justice and there is grace. I think that was the point for me too. Is like the explanation, like understanding what sin was. It's like why is mm. there all this crap stuff going on that I don't doesn't make me feel great or doesn't make other people feel great? And then you're like, oh. Yeah. It's because the sin is the world is ravaged by sin. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a reason that we need Jesus to to take care of that. Yeah, exactly. And I think that um like there was a moment there's a question that someone asked me once uh, when we were talking about Christianity. Or and I don't think that she realized that I was a Christian or like um we were talking about something something really sad that had happened. I can't remember what it was. Like it was just um like when I oh, like a really sad thing or like mm. something really hard that she was going through or someone else was going through and she said I can't believe that God would do this and I went mm. I disagree <laughs> in that God didn't do this sin did mm. um, and she was like what do you mean and I was like well the reason that the gospel is so important is because this bad stuff happens because we're corrupt and because sin exists in our world and it's not perfect yeah. and um Jesus' death on the cross is the fix to that and the the grace and the hope in that. So, yeah. 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 I, was, I was just going to ask you a question too about, um, well, you said that like you made that recommitment a kick. What um, do you think was different after that time for you? I think it helped me to, I think I reassessed how I was treating God um, mm. and also just like why I was doing the stuff that I was doing. So becoming a youth leader, like a light leader then, but then eventually a youth leader. Um, when I first started doing it, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know if I should be doing this. Like I'm not, um, I think like at the time I wasn't really a super committed Christian. Um, and yeah, I was also just like, um, like, yeah, just, I had also, I felt a little bit disconnected from church um, because I'd just been on ex a student exchange. Um, so even though I was at a church in America, when I came back um, after that, I think it was six months um, at the end of year 10, um, when I came back at the start of year 11, also um, the way that our youth group is structured is that once you finish year 10, you go into late night. Yep. And so I hadn't had an experience with late night before and so all the people that I'd been going to youth with already like well there was only a few of us but the few people that had been going to youth were going to late night or not going um and so it, it all just kind of felt a little bit weird and like mm. a little bit different and I think I was also just like reeling a little bit from the big change and so um it was in April around about April so at the Easter service um Hayley was chatting to me, Haley Spring um, was chatting to me at the the Easter morning service about life and stuff, and I was like just opening up, like yeah, I, like I I really love church and I really love being a part of Soul Revival, but I just feel a little bit disconnected and a little bit kind of yeah. And so she suggested um, that I start serving and um and, and like why why don't you become a light leader? Mm -hmm. um, and so that was kind of the point where. I started light leading like the second term of that year um, and I I kind of spent a little bit of time like trying to figure out why I was doing it and I was like I like I, I know like I, I just feel a little bit still on the outskirts and I think that the that kick 
um, the whole trip was really helpful because it was just really refocusing me on the gospel and on Jesus um, and and that as well, but also just helping me to um, kind of refocus my life and like, well, actually the reason I'm doing this is because of this, this and this and like because it's really important um, and like, um, yeah, it kind of just made me reassess and also because I was in year 11, I was going into exams and um, like the ca- most chaotic time of school ever um, and it really helped me to have that refocus to go oh like it, it actually one thing that I kept coming back to after that point and like through exams as well was um, yes this is stressful yes whatever this is important but like it's actually not important in the grand scheme of things because God's got it under control and mm. he's got me covered um, and I'm doing this for him if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that that was really how it helped. Um, and then also I just, like, I kept leading and, um, yeah, I think it it just gave me a bit more of a focus and a bit more of a... Um, purpose. And a, a purpose, yeah. Mm. And you mentioned a couple of times that, like, you've talked about school and it being a little bit difficult for you in year 11 or 12, but then you... Uh, I'd like to talk about that, but also you said that you went on an exchange program. So tell yes. me about that and what that was like. So you went to the US? Yes. So I went to Colorado. Okay. Um, I went to uh, Golden, Colorado, um, and I lived in... It's, which the is place in, is which just is called in, Golden. It, it, well, yes. It's, a, it's like a suburb of Denver. Okay. De- Denver. Okay. Um, but it's it's um, like right at the foothills of the, the Rocky Mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually living in the foothills. So, um, like I was going, I was staying with this lovely family, a lovely Christian family. Um, and, um, we had like, I had like, they they have, at the time they had three girls. Mm -hmm. They now have a boy as well, but they've adopted. Um, and, uh, they're just super lovely family. I'm really, really was an amazing experience. Um, it was kind of, I did it because I really wanted something to step, like I really wanted to step out of my comfort zone and um, I'd always loved traveling mm. um, and it was kind of a way to do that. Um, but also, yeah, it was it was a it was a big deal, but like also my mum had been on exchange, so she was kind of hyping me up to do it right. and like, yeah. But like I, I really loved it. Um, like there were challenging parts of it, um, but I think that it was really like, like a really rich, in, rich experience, I guess. Um, but I was, so I was staying in the foothills of Denver and mm. like, just like surrounded by mountains and hills. Yeah, I'm looking at um, it, I'm looking at it, I look yeah, it up on the map. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's really cool. Yeah. And, um, we were like basically almost like our house was like, really on the outskirts so it was like um kind of almost country vibes but not in the country if that makes sense um and so like had this huge backyard and like um just random deer and elk would just like roam through like one morning when we went to school there was just an entire family of elk in the front yard (laughs) and we just had to like edge around them Mm. to try and get to the car (laughs) move (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah Um, but you know, it was really cool. And like, I, like I got to experience like the, 
all of the American like yeah. things like homecoming and oh, like okay. white Christmas, except it, it didn't actually snow on Christmas, but like, you know. That's surprising for Colorado, isn't uh, it? Uh, yes, I know. Oh. It's so Colorado is like it snows, yeah. but it's also very sunny. Okay. So like um, especially Denver, I think they've kind of got this unofficial name of like the sun f- sunshine city because like it snows, but then it'll be gone in like a day. Mm-hmm. It's just so warm. Um <laughs> And so, so it like, I did have like snow days at school and it was yep. like the weirdest thing. <laughs> um, like I remember one time in, in, I was doing pottery. Also the classes w- were chaotic because <laughs> I was like, I could be doing classes that will help me once I go back to school in Australia or I could do the fun stuff. Just doing pottery. <laughs> so I did pottery and like photography and yep. choir and we had to do US history as well. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it was just super fun. And um, I remember one day in, in pottery, we were like sitting there making our little, I don't know, pinch pots or whatever. And then someone goes, oh my gosh, it's snowing. And they all like looked outside and then went back to their stuff. And I was like, no, I'm going outside. <laughs> like, you can't stop me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I like stopped doing it and they were like, my gosh, you act like you've never seen snow before. And I was like, I like I have, but like I've never seen it outside my like, school yeah, classroom. Yeah, yeah. Like this is crazy. Yeah. Um, How do you get yeah. involved in an exchange program like that? So this one was like, we weren't looking for it because my mom suggested um, the like that I went on exchange. And so we went searching and this one was run by the Sutherland Council. Oh, okay. Um, so they have, they have like a sister city program with... Yeah. Lakewood, which is like the area of Golden, um, like the big, broad district or whatever. I see it on the map. Yes, yes. the 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 beautiful. Would it be kind of like a council? Yeah, like a council, like council area. um, Yeah, so that's why an LGA, an LGA, a local government Mm. area. Mm. Yes, Um, and so they had the Sisty City program, and like it was just like it was supposed to be a reciprocal exchange. So like we went over there, and then someone would come back. Um, our year, no, not enough people applied over there to come back. And so they were just like, uh, we still want to send you guys. So we're just going to like ask for host families. (laughs) And so we just had host families and we went over, but they didn't come back. Um, but, um, yeah, so I just kind of, we, we found it and then Mm. went through the process and like we, they did interviews and like to make sure that you'd be okay and everything. And then like, um, like did all of these like, like matching things and like, um, yeah, into a place with a Christian family. Yeah, so that was t- intentional, which yeah, is good. I thought it might be. Yeah. Um, but you know, no, it was like it was really, it was really good because, um, yeah, it was, it was perfect. It was just like, oh wow, that's that's it. It's, it sounds like it's just like the, the really thing, the matching. You. The matching was oh, perfect. The matching was I mean, good. right? Not the, but, not it's a, but it still sounds like you had a really good time. Yeah, there. no, it was really good. Um, it was also just like, kind of gave me a bit of space. Like, it was a lot. Like, I mean, I miss my family yeah. quite a bit. Um, but it also just gave me a bit of space to kind of, um, I guess, figure myself out a little bit. Mature away a from bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm mature a bit. I, I came back and um, there was, like, a period of time after I came back that I was like, oh, my gosh, all of my friends are just, like, in the same high school drama and, like, this and that. And, like, I've grown. <laughs> I'm better than this. <laughs> no, like, like, they were probably very over it. <laughs> but, like, this doesn't like, happen in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, actually. Um, <laughs> but it was also just, like, it was just a really cool kind of growth opportunity. Um, like, 
yeah, just being able to also see how, um, like, uh, see a different kind of mm. perspective on Christianity as well. So um, I went to church over there at, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it, P- uh, P- P- not a Pentecostal, um, they call it a different name in America, but it's like... Oh, Episcopalian? I don't remember. No, Presbyterian? Presbyterian, I okay, think maybe. Okay. I think it was a Presbyterian church. Anyway, mm-hmm. anyway, um, I went to church over there and it was like this church that was it was actually so cool. Like I sometimes still think about it. Um, um, like it was in the mountains, like near where I lived, but like it was overlooking the highway going up to the mountains. Mm. So there's this big valley um and um the actual church like the 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 i guess the the pulpit room like this you know where you listen to the sermon where you listen to the sermon <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that room that area um <laughs> that had like this big window at the back and they always had these closed curtains over the top um over the over the windows um and then they would like they would preach um the sermon and and everything and then uh in the like the final song in the final hymn at the end of the service these curtains lifted and just revealed like the most beautiful like picturesque mountain view and it was just like so it it was just like a reminder of just like the glory of god and like seeing the beauty that he's created and like there are some really beautiful scenes in australia as well but like I think when I was over there, I really appreciated the mm. the scenery and the nature aspect mm. of it. Well, you can't like, really get that kind of view, like the snow-capped no, mountains and stuff, very much in not, Australia. Not not as easily. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, it was really really cool, and also just like I went to youth group over there, and like um, kind of just experienced a different like I don't know approach to church as well, um, and like it kind of also made me like re kind of like appreciate um solis and re- really nice. really appreciate the community here as well um, what was that like what was what were the differences that you noticed um i think like community uh, like the all age kind of all, all age all stage kind of thing mm. is a big thing that i noticed really evidently was that all of the age groups and everything was just really separated from each other. Like mm. even, you know, on a Sunday, very like it wasn't like if you were a teenager, they had a youth group, like a separate youth talk downstairs and like you didn't go to the main one, you know, typically like they did a few where they would combine them kind of thing. Um, and then also just like it was all just it just kind of felt a little bit disconnected, if that makes sense. Um, and just like people knew each other a little bit, but just um, yeah, especially I feel like the the kids ministry and the the youth ministry. I think because I was such a big part of it here already, like serving at youth, I noticed like just the and also just the 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 way that the group behaved a little bit. Like teenagers are teenagers wherever they are, but like I feel like especially you know. I kind of witnessed this, like, not necessarily bullying, but just, like, not as inclusive being kind to one another mm. youth group. Mm. Um, and, like, that's not to say that, the like, the leaders were bad or anything like that. No. Um, and, you know, like I said, like, teenagers will be teenagers. But, like, also I think that um, one thing that Solis does really well is 
encouraging friendship and encouraging friendship regardless of age Mm. um, and regardless of difference uh, as well. And I think that um, because the main thing is that we love Jesus, not that we are where like Sharky's fans or whatever, that Mm. kind of thing. Like Mm. um, I think it was just, it was really helpful to kind of um, really recognize that and also just like, um, yeah, acknowledge, Mm. yeah, different ways of doing things, Mm. I guess. What, um, and then, so you came back, as you said, and like maybe had a few re-entry difficulties, if that's maybe the right (laughs) word to describe it. You're dealing with like coming to be in different, a bit different, like you've gone over there in different, like come back into a different scenario. What, um... He said, it's, "Oh, here's Ethan. By the way, he's, he's just oh, talking Ethan. about America. Yeah, oh, America. we just finished. We just, just kind of finished talking about America. Yeah. America. I didn't tell any funny stories though. So that, that, I have lots of funny stories about America too that yeah. I haven't mentioned. They're all equally hilarious. Oh, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um, well, like I mentioned, my pottery class yeah. before. Um, in that same pottery class, uh, I had a few people in that class." It took them a bit of time to figure out that I was Australian. Oh, sorry. Um, it took them a bit of time to figure out that I was Australian. But once they figured it out, they just like constantly badgered me with questions. Visual kangaroo, like that kind yeah, of stuff. That, yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. But like legitimately like asking really serious questions. Like um, one time a guy asked me like, so like in Australia, do you guys just like only watch like Finding Nemo? And I was like- <laughs> Yes, exclusively. <laughs> I, I actually- but I do. I don't know about the rest of you guys. But as an Australian, it is the only film I have the ever seen. The only film wow. I've ever seen. That and like Australia 2007. Like and Finding Nemo 2. Yeah. <laughs> it actually was great when that came out. Because I was yeah. like, oh my right, goodness. Finally, we I get can watch movie. a movie. Yeah, like, finally. So the good. second movie ever made in Australia. Yeah, it's it's like, even though it's actually made in, in America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But it's just like, it was like super serious. But like that wasn't even the funniest one. The funniest one was... A different girl asked me, so like. <laughs> Love this. This is great. Like in Australia, do you guys have like, like running water? <laughs> what? And like electricity? Do you have running water and electricity? <laughs> and it was like. How much did I, you play it up? I like, thought oh, she yeah. was joking at first. Yeah. I was like, haha, like, like, haha, that's so funny. And then mm. she was like, yeah, like an electricity. And I was like. Electricity. You're being serious. Do we not? Yes. Do we have electricity? Yes, yes, yes. We have electricity and running water, mm-hmm. and it's just, I don't know what why you thought that we didn't, but okay. But I'm like, I think the only thing I can think of is that she was just thinking of like, like, like in the bush, the like outback. you know, she's mm. only thinking of like the outback mm. and like. She's but she's been, seen Nemo. But like, and, seen, and she, <laughs> yeah, they've yeah. seen Nemo, what? right? Like, Nemo they the, know we've got the dentists, thing. so yeah, surely we would have yeah. electricity and fish tanks. And she's only and been then, eating then, at Outback Steakhouse or something. But then, but then she was like, "Well, oh, that's great. I'm glad that you've got running water and electricity because I really want to visit there, but I don't think I could live without Netflix." And I was <laughs> like, "Oh my goodness." <laughs> I mean, that in your is defense, outrageous. In your defense, we only got Netflix like a year before this because uh-huh. we only got it in like 2015. Yeah, it, yeah. But yeah. still, <laughs> it was wow. pretty funny. That's pretty it was wild. just like, just chaotic. And it was also because she was just like dead serious. Like, did you just, laugh? I did. Yeah, I, d- good, I didn't good. think that she was being serious <laughs> at first. I was like, Oh, that's so funny that you would ask that. Like, haha. For yeah. anyone listening in America, we have electricity. We do. Yes. And running water too. Running water. Yeah. And mm. if you watch the film 
our only film, Finding Nemo, mm. you will witness both of those things. Yeah, we're actually yeah. in Finding Nemo. We are right, <laughs> now. right now. This is Finding Nemo. The aquarium is behind the camera. <laughs> yeah. We're, the, we're, the, the, we're waiting for the dentist right now. <laughs> Finding Nemo's not in an aquarium. Number two is an aquarium. Is it? Number, I don't know if I've seen number two. I think, it's I think the that's the, the whole thing is number two. Is, yeah, the whole fault. thing in it's number two is that Dory's trying to find her family and oh. they're from an aquarium. This is aquarium. twice you've now exposed me to not seeing Disney movies. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry to, sorry to interrupt with quite... With, with, that's with great such, to have you on. With no, such no, it's good. It's good. At, what have, what is, was there anything next? Yes, so we were just yes. talking about coming back from America. Okay. That yes. It was a little bit difficult for Amelia because she'd like left, been uh, experienced something different in Colorado, mm -hmm. come back, and then you were also yeah. thinking you were like way more mature <laughs> than everyone. So mature. <laughs> I don't need to deal with all this drama. Anymore. I have life experience. I have life experience. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen more movies than just Finding Nemo. <laughs> yeah, since like, you guys. <laughs> okay, mate, I've seen so many more movies than you. Look at my running water. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but like, <laughs> it was. It was um, yeah, it was. It was kind of harder because it was like, and also just you know. I think also the whole – so my friendship group in particular was very – a little bit all over the place mm -hmm. in year 11 mm -hmm. um, and, like, people mm -hmm. were leaving and dramatically exiting and, like, oh, I'm moving friendship groups and, like, you oh, know. Oh, wow. All well, of even the, in year 11. Drama. Drama. Like, even in year 11. Yeah. Like, I feel like most of it happened when I was, like, uh, like when I was away. And so then I came back and, like, three people weren't there. And oh, I was wow. like, okay. where's this person, this person, and this person? Mm -hmm. And I was like – Oh, they're not part of the group anymore. And we it was like, them we don't talk to them anymore. Really. Um, but it was also super weird because, like, before I went away, I was close with like one of them, and like, like we we used to walk home from school every day. Then all of a sudden, he wouldn't talk to me, and I was like, "This is bizarre." It was like, like he didn't even like come up and say hello. It was like, this is so weird. I'm like, what is going on? Anyway, it was fine. We ended up having a chat. I don't know later and then it was it was chill but like Friendship. it was just like yeah just stuff was weird and also because i was gone for so long i missed so much and i was like trying to catch up on the the goss but also not really caring about the goss um but yeah so it was just a little bit it, it was a bit of a weird shift um to kind of re find my way yeah. i guess um in like school and life in general i what, guess what school did you go like in when you, you went to kirawi um yeah so mm. i was up at kirawi high um <laughs> ha -ha. Ha. i also keep gesturing in directions but like you're just doing imagine fine. it's over there you're doing just, fine it's somewhere in the vicinity yeah it is over um, there it is actually it's so over there and like before that, i gestured that dave's gonna put a thing there oh is he yeah he's gonna put I he's like gonna it. put i like how we just make dave yeah he's gonna put kiriwe high right there yeah. kiriwe high is right yeah here. thanks i've got the thumbs up yeah <laughs> well done, excellent um, um yeah yeah so with that when you got when you got back uh and you're facing all this weirdness around turmoil in this turmoil in that turmoil um how is your how is your faith going in in that? Yeah. So like I was, um, you weren't here. Uh, yeah. I if I if, if I ask a question that is already no, answered, just okay. tell me no, to no, shut no, up. No, you're fine. Um, like I was, uh, I kind of felt a little bit um, discombobulated. Oh, I love that word. Great word. Um, but microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing fine. Don't worry. Um, yeah. So. I came back and I like as well as feeling disconnected from school I just felt a little bit disconnected at church um mm. and like stuff had changed and because I was 
gone at the end of year 10 so I came back at the start of year 11 so I wasn't in youth group anymore and I was going late night um I I feel like I was just a little bit like a, a bit unstable in general like just mm. everything felt a little bit like shaky um not so much my um faith in God uh, but more just I think everything was just a little bit all over the place mm. and so I think that was part of it but then like I was saying before, I um, I started light leading and Haley um, really pushed you in to yeah, start serving. Haley Haley was really um, lovely, and she was just like super helpful and just like listening to all of my school drama and like this and that, and also just me being like, I don't want to be a part of school drama and like mm. this and that. And she was just super loving and helpful. I think Haley's um, got some experiences with that yes, too. Yes, <laughs> exactly, mm. which is why it was super great. Mm. Um, but then. Yeah, and so she was like, and yeah, we were just having a really, really deep chat at um, the Easter service um, after I got back. So like a few months after I got back and she was like, well, why don't you try um, like light leading and see, you know, maybe that'll help you feel a little bit more connected and um, like a bit more of a part of things and also just like getting a bit of that serving energy out. Mm. Um, Did that help? Yeah. Mm. So it did, like I said, um, it kind of took me a little bit of time to figure out what I was doing. I also, it also was a little weird because I was like, I still feel like I'm a kid, but I'm supposed to be like leading kids. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> um, but then it was actually, it's probably after, after kick, which was really helpful. Um, Greaves, we also did, um, we were doing the Alpha Omega split at Which that time. Which was year seven and eight and nine and ten yeah. in separate so, youth groups. So, yeah, separate youth groups of in year seven and eight, mm. nine and ten. Um, still in the same building and everything, but, like, um, the teams were, like, the team was a little bit split across those two groups. Yep. Um, and so I was in, I was, for the first term, I was kind of light leading Omega, which was the older group. So I was, like, extra, like, I am the same age as these people and I'm supposed to be leaving, leading them. Like, what's going on? Um, then um, Greaves was kind of like, w- we think that maybe you should try the younger crew because it makes you feel a little bit less like mm. you're just doing youth yeah. and more like you're in a leadership role. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, no, yeah, cool, great. Good idea. Good idea. Uh, well, I actually, at first I was like, no, I don't want to leave all my friends. <laughs> um, but I, I think... In, like I figured out pretty quickly that actually no this was really helpful Mm. and also just like being able to it kind of helped me to understand that all age all stage thing and um make some friends with some of the younger girls and some of the younger crew um that I hadn't really hung out with um and really just kind of dig my toes in to what it means to be a leader and also just what it means to serve um and so it really kind of me to reposition i've said that a lot um but anyway that's good it helps us get a title don't worry yeah repositioning <laughs> repositioning repositioning re, 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 retargeting re, um, re, anyway rebranding uh, rebranding <laughs> rebranding my life rebrand uh, rebranded by jesus rebranded by jesus <laughs> branded with the, the poker <laughs> Yeah, and he stuffed it up the first time. So <laughs> 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 rebrand. Uh, you keep um, you have mentioned light leadership a lot. Do you mm. want to explain what that means? Yeah, so some people might not know what it means. Yes, so light leadership was um, is the program that we do for if you're a kid still, I guess, um, 
Uh, so basically, if you uh, in an, any year before, like like any year, if you're in school, I guess, um, you can be a light leader. So um, like for really high school kids as well, um, they can light lead down. So um, we've got a few light leaders that are doing FUSE. Um, which is the year five, six group. And then also... Um, and that starts from year nine to year, l- year 10. In yeah, year nine leading. and 10, you can, lead, you, can light lead, you can start light leading Fuse. Yep. And then um, once you're going into year 11 and year 12, you can also start light leading youth. Um, so after you graduate um, at the end of year 10 of youth, um, you go into... Uh, we have uh, the... Um, late night crew and and we invite the year 11 and 12s to come along to that um, but you can also choose to light lead at youth um, and that's where you're you're uh, a light leader which is a leader without the pressure of being a leader I guess I don't really it's know a how taste it, of it, taste of doing ministry yeah a taste of doing ministry it's like a little bit um, it was it was it's like you're still a leader um, but it's kind of Almost like not as many responsibilities. Guiding, yeah, yeah not there's as many responsibilities. Bit of training, kind of bit of training. The, there was a really, there's a really great. Um, the reason, the reason it's called what it's called, uh, is actually got nothing to do with weight or with light, like the the lights, like electricity, the bright stuff, uh, the bright stuff. <laughs> um, Wait, we have electricity. Yeah, I'm <laughs> <I'm> not supposed <laughs> to tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> the it's it's actually to do with um, back in the day. <clears throat> when um, apps started coming out on iPods and phones yeah, and things, yeah. you could get the paid app or you could get the light version. The light version. And so less the idea features. comes from the light version, mm. which was, yeah, less features, mm. less of the less of the experience. Mm. Um, and light leadership is cool because it's not less of the experience uh, and it's not less features, It's but it is, it's less... Um, like you're not expected to do as much. You are a, more able to pull out... Um, with things like school and things like assessments and um, and it is a really great way to yeah to to dip your toes in and mm. figure it out and um, and also to stay a part of the friendship group yeah. that you've been a part of for so long yeah and um, and be incorporated into that mm. uh, as you go forward because you finished school and kept youth leading yeah which is I'm a still segue. a youth leader now yeah. Yeah. excellent so. It and worked. Even the light leadership yeah. worked. Even, even <laughs> more mature. Even more mature. Even more mature. <laughs> light leadership and, and going to Colorado. It's the way you mature. <laughs> it's the only it's way. The only it's the only way, way to be, reach full maturity. <laughs> yes. I don't if know you what I'd do with that. You cannot be mature. Yes, Sorry right. to say. Yeah. <laughs> also, electricity and running water required. But yes. And the old kangaroo. And, and the, the old, old kangaroo. Kangaroo ride. Yes. My taxi is here. <laughs> Seeing more than, more than one film. <laughs> <laughs> it's also important. Yeah. These are all the life boxes ticked. Yes. Well um, done. Speaking of life, uh, <laughs> what did you do? Like that was cool to hear that you're still doing youth ministry now. So you're still doing that. Uh, what about the rest of your life? So you, you were telling me before we started recording that you, you're on your way to finishing a double degree. On my way to on finishing way. Oh. a double degree. To extra maturity. <laughs> on my way to extra maturity with a fancy piece of paper. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> with a fancy piece of paper that has a really weird name. <laughs> so I was saying before. Which is what? <laughs> What's the Oh, name? this is the creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so what are you, yeah, what are your degrees? Um, are you I, I'm in my fourth and final year of studying a Bachelor of Communications 
majoring in creative writing and advertising, which I don't want to do, but that's okay. You don't want to do that. I, okay. I don't want to do don't the advertising. Be... Okay, okay. I'm, Keep going. I'm actually, yeah, anyway, sorry. I'm actually um, an author. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I write. And Sorry. What's my train of thought? Yeah, sorry, the degree. Um, yeah, so the degree. So and, and communications, that's the first degree. And then the second degree is the weird one, which is called creative intelligence and innovation. Mm-hmm. And when I first told my dad that I was doing this degree, he said, that sounds like you're training to become a spy. And I said, <laughs> it's not at all what I'm doing, but I liked the sentiment. No, see, I think, I think the answer is actually that it is that. And you've just been trained. You've just been trained really well. You've just been trained really well to to tell people mm-hmm. that it's actually a mm-hmm. what degree? Creative intelligence. No, but what is it actually doing? Oh, oh, it's like. Um, I mean, spying. I mean, it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to describe because it's like uh, it, it's it's transdisciplinary, which is a buzzword. I was saying before, it's a lot of buzzwords. Yeah, this is, this is so, so sus. I know, it's a great cover. <laughs> so that's what sus. I would say. It's, it's um, a, it's yeah. a, so basically the idea is that like students from across different kind of degrees and whatever come together to do this this separate degree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are they? Are we gonna have to redact this episode? Just yeah, do the whole thing with to. just a black, yeah. a black I'm not a thing spy. over your eyes? Just the little- And change like, your voice. And yeah. change your voice. I swear I'm not a spy. I'm not training to become a spy. If I do, honestly, that would be kind of cool. Mm. All right, yes, now ASIO is yeah. not watching anymore. Yeah, I was gonna say, Tell <laughs> us the real truth. It's <laughs> super convincing, yeah. Um, but yeah, basically it's like a, a, all of these people from across the uni come together. All of these people from across the uni come together um, and we kind of like focus on like real world problems, if that makes sense. Cool. So like like big picture stuff, like- um, Geopolitical. Like <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> stuff like-, like Missiles. Like we've had- <laughs> Missile launch codes and secret codes. Underwater <laughs> nuclear detonations. <laughs> yep. I was gonna say like sustainability and like yeah. homelessness. <laughs> Uh, like I said, great cover story. Great yeah, cover story. Great cover story. Great okay. cover story. Yeah. I mean, like, it is really weird degree. It's kind of all over the place. You're going to be a really mature spy. I'm a really mature spy. Excellent. I'm really looking forward to becoming a spy. Good. <laughs> At UTS? <laughs> At UTS. That's yeah. a really good takeaway from yeah, this whole that's discussion. That's the one with the ugly tower, isn't it? The very ugly tower. Very ugly tower, I but actually, also I, nice I'm buildings very, around I actually, I really like the tower. I've kind of, I've got a bit of a soft spot for it. Mm. Like, it's ugly, but like... But it's my ugly. It's my ugly. Mm. Mature it's ugly. My, it's my home. <laughs> it's also got really cool views from the inside. So yeah, um, it does. I have seen What that. I was going to say, um, I, I, so that's what I'm studying. I'm almost done. And I've actually started working like a few months ago at UTS Careers. <laughs> I love that you've, you've totally blown it apart. It's like it's a really weird degree, but also... It's great for your career. <laughs> well, great ad- this is this why you don't want to do, do the advertising part of your degree because you can't. Because she sits at her desk part. and she pulls a lever that is designed mm. that is disguised as a pencil, <laughs> and she falls through the floor. <laughs> and by the time she gets to the secret headquarters, she has changed clothes uh, again. And, and, and UTS actually stands for um, Ultra Top Secret. Oh, <laughs> See, there you go. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, we have cracked the case. 
the university there it is. top secret. This like, episode has been like redacted. Ethan's version of spies is just what he's seen on James Bond. <laughs> like Honestly, every and single it's like nineteen seventies James Bond. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, it's not. You click the button on top of the on top of the pencil. On top of the pen. On top of the pen. See you again. The pencil. No, that's like that's a pacer. That's am I high? But that's fine. Am I high? I'll Google it. It's fine. Okay. Cool. I'm. Yeah, we'll talk, about it, after, we'll talk about it after anyway, the podcast. Okay, We're okay, talking yeah, about yeah, Amelia yeah, sorry, right now sorry, yes. and her spying. In my spying yeah. that is actually doing social media for UTS careers. Excellent. Oh, okay. But, Excellent. You say uh, you don't want to do the advertising. Part. Yeah, so I, I, I don't want to do like advertising at... Sorry. <laughs> um, advertising, advertising. So That's I, I don't thing. really want to work in an advertising agency. Yep. Um, or like that kind of side of things. But uh, I got... We're just playing with your go for it. Uh, um, wool castoffs. Um, yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, but I got this role. So the role I'm currently a communications assistant, mm-hmm. um, and it's essentially like my kind of duties are covering the social media. So, yeah. um, really doing that side of things, but then also um, writing. So I'm oh, writing, doing, doing copy. Yeah, yeah, doing copy, but Editing. also doing um, like blog posts and um, what do you? Okay, <laughs> this isn't distracting at all. We promise. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what I started doing. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna keep doing it after. I don't know. It's a job. Yeah. So well, it's your first like, job out of uni. It's yeah, and it's also it's career. also helpful because because I'm working with the uni, like I am able to continue doing uni mm-hmm. um at the same time and you get like a real yeah which is great yeah you're like um got a real in you're yeah. on the, you're on the inside yeah <coughs> but um uh what do you hope to do with it once you're finished um what would you like to do i don't know <laughs> okay that's all right I just want to say, if there are any strange gaps in this podcast, like what is about to occur, (laughs) um, you've know you know that the the secret organisations have um, redacted things, and And so the editing, the editing, we've been censored. Mm. You can tell by this. So, um, really, what have you? You gotta like leave a long pause and just like like just randomly cut and then like yeah, make yeah. black and then just like have the like. I I am so sorry for interrupting you. I got a little bit carried away on the spy thing. <laughs> you were saying. <laughs> I don't even remember. I can't remember. Um, what about being a Christian at uni? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Refocus the conversation. Yeah. Um. So, I think I've always loved storytelling. So I think in terms of what I want to do in the future, back to that question, sorry. Um, I think I want to do that. But then also I think something that has really shaped me and been really powerful is like Christian storytelling, I guess. Mm. Um, And like having stories about Christians and about Christian perspectives um, and Christian characters as well. But like... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do in the future. Christian but I fiction. feel like, yeah, Christian fiction, but also not Christian fiction, if that makes sense. So like Just fiction. Um, mainstream with Christian characters so mm. that it can hit non-Christian audiences. So, so Tolkien not yeah. C.S. Lewis. Yeah. C.S. Lewis is a bit like Tolkien too, though, isn't he? No, C.S. Lewis is like, I'm going to write an allegory of the book of the gospel. So when people mm. see the lion, they know the lion is Jesus. Okay. Whereas Tolkien's like, 
I'm not. It's got. It's got nothing to do with it. It's got a few cool themes that come out of my Christianity. Yeah. But it's not really. Okay, that's mm. fair. Yeah, I like both of them. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Depends what the idea is, I guess. Yeah. I think I the idea. Know. The idea of the the idea of Christian characters is really helpful. I don't think we see heaps of those. Yeah. Um, I think it's also like uh, it's a bit of a buzzword in. I don't know the media in general and storytelling, but this idea of like representation and like mm. seeing yourself represented. And I don't say that in like a cynical way. Like uh, it is like really important. Like you identify with something. That's yeah, really presented. important to be able to like see yourself in the media you're consuming. But also like um, stories have a really big impact on just knowing that something exists and knowing mm. about something. And so I think. Um, yeah, I think less and less in media we have seen Christian characters that are like, yeah, I, I think, I don't know. It's just, that, that's that's probably a bit of a generalisation. That are portrayed realistically? Yeah. I think that's, I that's think the issue that, I found. Yeah. I think it's like a lot lately has been like, like I feel like demonising Christianity and just really using Christianity as like, they're the bad guys and this and that without like really actually considering the gospel or... Mm. Um, yeah, and so I think that I don't know. It's something that's we were talking about Shock Absorber a while ago. Is that it's kind of like towards the end of kind of the era of Christendom is the fact that we are uh, becoming less and less of a Christian country, just in Australia or other other Western nations are the same. But um, that it's almost being presented as a dangerous idea now. Not yeah. just it, it's moved from this is what everyone thinks or believes. This is um, on who you know take it or leave it into moving into now into like kind of a dangerous idea, mm. and so are you trying to you want to kind of recall something like Tolkien or even C.S. Lewis to to try and bring that back? That's what you're inspired by. I feel like yes, but also I don't really know. Um, I think that. Yeah, I don't know. It's also hard because I feel like my mindset has just been completely... Like, I haven't written anything in forever because I'm just, like, so focused on work and, like... Now we know what you're doing after uni finishes. (laughs) Spying and writing. Spying and writing. And And second second cover. Writing a spy novel about a Christian. (laughs) The great and the best thing. A Christian spy. The Christian Christian James Bond. There we go. to a bookstore Christian James Bond. I don't know if that's possible. (laughs) I don't know if that works. Yeah, Yeah, okay. How do you, how do you, how do you balance the lying and the not supposed to lie? Yeah. How do you do it? That Amelia. is the question. How do you how do you that's how do you next, balance being a spy and a Christian? Yeah. <laughs> that's our next goal is to, to figure that out. <laughs> what about what it's all we, an what elaborate room? Why don't we it's almost time to wrap up the chips? Last question that we like to ask everyone. We've looked across like most of your life at the moment. Uh, you've done a lot of things. Mm-hmm. We think you might be a spy. However, Wait. I will neither confirm or nor wait for deny. the wait for the question. <laughs> See now, what do you wish? Like now, you like how old are you now? Uh, Twenty one. Goodness, it <laughs> took a while to get to that point. Twenty one. Too long to 21. figure out. So you're twenty one now. How 21. now that you've been a Christian for quite a while, a reasonable amount of time? What do you wish you knew your younger self or your younger Christian self knew that you know now? I think. It took me a long time to figure out the value of community and the value of 
um, <coughs> like yeah, serving, like once I started serving, it took me a little bit of time to figure it out. But even before I started serving, like there was other ways that I could have served before that, that I think that I, um, yeah, would have been really helpful for me back then. Um, I think it's all just a, it's a journey, but um, mm. I think that, yeah, just I'd tell little Amelia that um, there is a really, uh, like a really great power that comes from a Christian community and that, um, and the, the um, compassion and love and um, like real, like care for one another. Um, mm. And also just, um, yeah, really that, 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 that she will find that and also that that's really important. And it's yeah. important to be part of a community. Yeah. Yeah. Both because you can, like you're saying, you started when you started serving in it, but also what you get out of it in return. Yeah. Yeah. Because the yeah, other but people also, are serving. Yeah. As so, well. so what you can give and then also mm. like what other people can give you. Yeah. Um, and just think it, I figured it out more as I got older, but like being able to talk to people that were older than me or maybe even younger than me, but mostly older um, about stuff that I was going through that they'd already been through. And then also um, just re- like really being able to be open and um, like just hearing what they went through and hearing how they dealt with it and how they grew from it. Um, and like also just knowing that they were there to support me through that. Um, yeah. I think mm. that's really important. Yeah. That's really cool. I have another question. Am I allowed to ask another question? Yes. Who's your no. favourite Christian in fiction? Oh. Ooh. I feel like maybe it's just because we've got I've got C.S. Lewis on my brain, but like I love Lucy. Mm. Lucy's Playing Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe. Yeah. 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 Yep. That makes yeah. sense. Quality. Why though? Does she remind you of you? A lot. Yeah. That's I think cool. that's mostly representation. Yeah. I. Yeah. That's cool see myself in her but then also just like just very playful and um well i mean evolves mm. over the course but she also calls like other people to account a lot yeah. she's like the youngest and she's a great yeah. very inter- very, honest, very all stage um, all, sta- all, all age all, age all stage, stage as well yeah but she calls the others to account a lot yeah. she's yeah. like no we, and to also like in regards to their faith and um, but like also that. just like really like um just like being um really just the first to like be kind and well not I guess that's that's not the first two but like she's just a got default. a really kind heart and also just being like hmm. um just you know yeah wanting to be friends with people first yeah I, guess. I think she I feel like you're saying she responds in love yeah. like she moves she goes to love first more than yeah. anything else mm. yeah. which is really cool and I'm so glad that <laughs> it's funny because I don't think I ever read Lion Witch in the Wardrobe until I read it to my kids but I'm like man that's just I would see us Lewis with all the Christian themes, as, as you so said good. before. Anyway, I think it's time to wrap up the chips. Wrap up the chips. Thank you. Thank you very much, Amelia. It's been really fun. Thank you. You speak very well. Thank so you. I appreciate it. And Ethan, thank you for being here for half, the, half the podcast. It's a pleasure to throw this into turmoil yes. uh, in the way I hopefully did. Yes. yes. Thank you very much. Anyway. And I'm sorry, everyone listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that does wrap up the Chip Lunch podcast. Uh, if you are interested in talking about why we do church the way we do 
Shock Absorber Conference is coming up on the 29th of October. Check it out. We would love you to be there. Check it out at shockabsorber.com.au if you're shockabsorber. interested. Shockabsorber.com.au. Shockabsorber.com.au is where it is. Shockabsorber.com.au. Yep. Dot com. Dot com. C-O-M. Dot A-U. That's right. A-U. Great way to finish it. This has been- She's a writer, ladies and gentlemen. She's a writer. It took me a a minute to figure out how to Communications degree. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Thanks very much for your time, Amelia. It was really fun to hear your story. Thank you, Ethan, again. And uh, we're like, oh, I got something stuck on my chin from your wool. But um, let's let's say uh, we'd like to finish with a one way. Let's do that. One way. One way.